Welcome to the podcast of Peace NBC. Our mission is to reach everyone who is someone in the eyes of the Lord. Listen to this mighty word of God that will bless you. We hope you are touched and blessed by this podcast. To connect with this ministry or for more about Peace NBC, visit our website or email us at pmbc at peacembchurch.org. Come grow with Come peace. Grow with Come peace. Grow with God bless you. Pastor Green, honor to you, and we thank you for allowing me to come and be a part of this worship experience. My hat it off to you. I thank Brother Bailey, you and your committee for inviting me to come and be a part of this uh, worship experience also. Amen. And we're so grateful to be in your fair city. We bring greetings from the Greater Mount Island Missionary Baptist Church there in Detroit, where I've been serving for the past 37 years. Amen. We're just grateful to be here. We've got a portion of our congregation here with us today. Uh, my family, First Lady Evangelist Jordan, sitting right here in front of me. Uh, Sheila, our daughter, a couple of three sons. Just my family, just stand, please. Just stand. My family, my immediate family, just stand, 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 stand. Amen. Amen. We're so happy to be here among friends, loved ones, family, classmates, amen, former classmates, former schoolmates. I'm just, I feel at home. And, and I want to ask you a question. Can I act like I'm at home? Can I act like I'm at I mean, if, if I want to holler, can I, huh? If I want to shout, can I shout? I heard somebody say, some people laugh at me when I shout, but they just don't know. Come on, they, they don't know. They don't know what I've been through. If they knew what I was shouting about, they would jump up too. Because you don't know like I know what the Lord has done. Oh, my God. Oh, y'all get me started now because I, I get to acting like I'm in Detroit. Huh? I, Reverend, you might have to pull my coattail because I'm all right. Okay. Amen. I won't be too long because y'all act like y'all going to witness to the word. Now, when we're singing and talking, everybody's hollering loud. I, I noticed when we were hollering at the pastor when he was talking, but when he says, giving time, it got quiet up in here. So if I... Say a little something about adultery. 
Huh? If I say a little something about sin, don't get quiet on it. Because guess what? We are all sinners. Say, come on, come on. Saved by the grace of God. Let, let me go on in here. Y'all going to help me get through early today, aren't you? If you, if you sit down, look at me now. <laughs> you could be looking at me a long time, but it's going to take me a little time to find my exit. But if I get some amens, come on now. I'll find my exit real quick. But But if you don't help me out, yeah, we're going to be traveling down the road for a good little while. And y'all going to be sitting there saying, he missed his turn. I, I want to call your attention to the gospel recorded by St. Mark, chapter number 5. St. Mark, chapter 5, the first two verses. And it reads, and they came over unto the other side of the sea into the country of the Gadarenes. And when he, which means Jesus, was come out of the ship immediately, right away, there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit. I want to talk about Jesus meets a crazy man. Jesus meets a crazy man. Now, don't write this man off today. Just think back over your life when you was probably on the edge of going crazy because living among us sometimes folk will almost drive you crazy come on talk to me somebody so so don't write this man off don't give up on him don't hang up the phone just walk with me if you don't mind just for a few moments back to a little place called Kadara and I, I looked at I looked at this passage with a lot of seriousness, and I backed up a little bit, and I found out that Jesus had just finished teaching his disciples and the multitude from a boat. The Bible say they were on the banks of the river, and Jesus got in the boat and taught them in parables. Amen. And after he finished teaching them in parables, he said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side of the sea. Gets on the boat, travel toward the other side. But in route, the Bible said, there rose a mighty storm. Isn't it strange when you leave home going someplace, the weather can be beautiful. No clouds in the sky. 
But somewhere along that journey, you might run into a storm. And, and, and listen, you don't have to be traveling on the highway. You can be in a storm in your own house. Talk to me, somebody. Storms can rise when you are not expecting them. But Jesus and his disciples, they ran into this storm, and the Bible said that he was in the hand part of the ship asleep. Now, notice this now. The storm is raging, and, and you know how, I, I don't know if y'all remember, but I, I remember years ago, when it starts storming, you couldn't do nothing. Hello, do y'all remember that? Mama, mama, them would make you unplug the radio. No, no, wasn't no TV, wasn't no TV. I, I heard, I, I know somebody said, well, what about the TV? No, what, what, what? Wasn't no television. We, we, we listen to the fights over the radio. We, we, we listen to uh, uh, the, the mayor's election and, and governor's elections over the radio. We crowded around the radio to hear the stuff. Now you can watch it on, on TV, but we, we didn't. Arthur, we didn't. We, and then when we got a TV, it was black and white. A and we didn't have... There you go. That, yeah, you, you got it. We didn't have it. Uh, we had to send somebody outside to turn the antenna. I know, I know I'm not the oldest person in this room. You know, one, Arthur would go out and, and turn the antenna, and I'm hollering out, that, that's good, that, that's good. Anybody remember those names? We've come a long ways. And we, we went through some stuff back then. If we didn't have Jesus, we'd have been like this man in this text. We'd have been crazy. Amen? And now watch this. It says when, when they woke Jesus up and he came up on the deck, Amen. To, to, to calm the storm. The Bible said he spoke to the waves and the waves obeyed him. Come on, talk to me, somebody. He spoke to the wind and the wind ceased to blow. But now, now, now watch this. Watch this. Watch this. And somebody on the ship, somebody on the ship, said, even the winds and the waves obey him. But then I, I, I kept watching, and I, I kept watching him work, and then when they came to land and they got off of the boat, the ship, the Bible said immediately there came a man that approached him, and he came out of the cemetery. Now, y'all might say, oh, well, he was just a schizophrenic. I say he was crazy. You, you, you might say he just needed to stop by the psychiatrist's couch a couple of times. I say he was crazy. 
because all of my 23 years of living here in Athens in Lambstone County and the other years I lived in Detroit, I've never met a person that I asked them where they lived and they said the cemetery. So I, I think he was, now, now you might know somebody. <laughs> well, the text had lived among the tombs. That, 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 that we went on a hayride yesterday, and we went through Edmond, you know, the cemetery out there, and we, we saw a lot of tombstone. Come on now. So the man told Jesus he lived in the graveyard. Amen. Now, I met, I met some people that I didn't know, and some told me they was from Tennessee. Some said they was from Ohio. Some say that they were from Kentucky, and I, they asked me where was I from, and I said Detroit. Nobody said they came from the cemetery. So this man was, thank you. But, but watch this now. Watch this. The Bible say that, um, and when he was come out of the ship immediately, there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit. Have you met anybody lately with an unclean spirit? Have you, have you met anybody lately that you thought was off their rockers, had a problem? Now, now I, I know, I, I know, I, 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 I know you. You don't want to. You don't want to tell it like it is. You want to. I remember years ago, we was we was on a program Arthur down at uh, Reverend Sh uh, uh, Chevrolet Malone's church. You know we had the songbirds had to sing there, and we were standing out in the yard under a tree. And back then, you know, young boys would sort of mess with the young girls. You know, aggravate them. What's your name, baby? Where you live? But I'm standing there, and something unusual was going on because the older men, they respected the young ladies. And I noticed Uncle Andrew, yeah, you know, your Uncle Andrew, he was meddling, Zoberly, with the young girls. And to me, that was unusual because I saw all the older men respect the young girls. But Uncle Andrew was messing with him, and I, I thought it was unusual. So I walked up to him. I said, Uncle Andrew, why don't you leave these young girls alone? And Uncle Andrew looked at me and said, shoot, I'm tired of smelling linen mint and cool oil. I want to smell some perfume. <laughs> so I could understand. He wasn't crazy. Huh? He wasn't crazy because I've smelled, I've smelled some liniment. Not on you, baby. Not, not on, I'm not talking about no, no, no. <laughs> and I smelled some cold oil, but not on her. Been with her 61 years, and she ain't started rubbing down with none of this stuff yet. But, but, but if she do, I'm just going to keep smelling it. <laughs> I don't, it, it, 
let me let me leave that alone, y'all. See, cause y'all y'all ain't gonna be with me when I go back to the hotel, y'all. Yeah. Watch this nice set, because verse 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 three said, "He had his dwelling among the tombs, and no man could bind him, and no man could tame him, not even with chains, because that he had been bound." often with fetters and chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him and the feathers broken in pieces, neither could any man tame him. I, I looked at this, I looked at this situation, I said, when I, I saw Jesus calm the storm, I saw him speak to the waves, and they obey. I, I even saw him earlier when he started his ministry turn water into wine. But my problem was, how will he deal with this man with a messed up mind? And, and I, didn't, I didn't realize that there were so many people with messed up minds until I joined the church. And I found out, I found out, yeah, Reverend, when I joined the church, there was a lot of folk with messed up minds. But I'm so glad today that even when your mind is out of shape, Jesus can help you even in your condition. Watch him how he deals with this man. Don't, don't, don't hang up on me yet. Watch him as he deals with this man. And, and, and the Bible said, watch this now. The Bible said this man had such a problem. In verse, verse 5 said, and always night and day, he was in the mountains, watch this, and in the tombs, crying and cutting himself with stones. Now, you're going to tell me that this man wasn't crazy? That he was always, the Bible said always. Now, if the Bible writer had wanted to say sometime, he would have said sometime. But, but the Bible writer, when you get home and open your Bible, it said always. Night and day, he was running to the mountains and back down to the cemetery and cutting himself with stones. And the Bible said he was hollowing, just crying out loud. Now, you, you mean to tell me that if you walking by the cemetery and you see somebody coming out the cemetery naked, because one writer, Luke, or one of them said he, he was just naked. He was naked. He, he was cutting himself, and he was bleeding. And if he walked up to you, you mean to tell me you would entertain what he had to say? I, I wouldn't. I see some fellas now walking down the streets of Detroit. They got clothes on. But to pass down, Y'all ain't got it here. I know, I know, I know ain't no fellas walking. Oh, yes, yes, yes it is, because I saw some yesterday at the park. Had their waist down or under their butt. Underdraws showing. Now, you going to tell me that that fella ain't got no problem? Huh? And if you hear, I'm not going to ask you to excuse me, because somebody should have done told you before now. Pull your britches up. Put you a belt on. If you ain't got no belt, get you some suspenders. I 
I said, if a person walking around like that, crazy. I, I, I've seen them come to my church, but I have told them to pull their pants up. I've saw them walk up in my sanctuary with the caps on. I, I don't have no problem walking up to them, tell them, take your cap off in here. Because God put me in charge of this room, and I'm not going to let nobody chase me out of it. I had to let folks know that I have not been a preacher always. I, I, I've had a little street in me. And Paul said every time he have a mind to do good, <laughs> evil, evil rises up. So, 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 so I, I always preached. And, and, and I, they said the old man is always present. I still got a little street. Huh? And, and I, I know how to cuss. Now, I ain't saying I'm going to cuss. <laughs> but I had an incident happen when I first got called a great amount out of There were some tough fellas in the, in the church. I had about, about 23 deacons and trustees, and they were, they were some tough fellas. And they would challenge the pastor. So I got in a meeting one day, and they challenged me. And I had to, I had to say some choice words. To, to let them know I'm going to do what God sent me here to do. I'm a pastor, y'all. I, I don't care. I know how to do that. So so I, next time I was going to go on a meeting, the chairman of trustee board, he came by. I was getting my briefcase out the car. He said, Pastor, I said, yes, sir. He said, we are going to go on a meeting now. I said, hey, but don't be cussing. <laughs> I said, I said, oh, no, he said, don't be cussing in the meeting. I said, oh, you don't want me to cuss in the meeting? He said, no, don't be cussing. I said, okay. And, and I, look, from that day forward, I've been there 37 years, I've never cussed in a meeting since. Did, did you get that? Did, did, did y'all get it? I've never cussed. You got it. Because, because the Bible, the, the Bible says, if eating meat in front of your brother offends him, then don't eat meat in front of him. So I found out that cussing offended him. So I've never cussed in front of him no more. But he ain't been with me all the time. Don't y'all make me cuss now. I'm trying to get through. Night and day, night and day, night and day. He was all—he was in the mountains and back down. Now you might know somebody. I don't know. I, I live—I live on a, on 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 a main street in Detroit called Eight Mile Road. And Eight Mile Road divides Detroit from the suburbs. And I see white men, black men, white women, black women coming from Hazel Park, Ferndale. Warren over across eight miles into Detroit to get what they need to make them high. Amen. They're, they're, they're going back and forth, back and forth. And a lot of folk, you may not have it here now, but a lot of folk is smoking this stuff and eating them cookies 
come on now. And, and, and if you say anything to them, they say, well, you know, it's legal now. <laughs> I say, in some areas, prostitution is legal. But I ain't never went out on Eight Mile Road and got one of them prostitutes and brought in the church and said, come on, you can work in here. Yeah, just because it's legal, don't make it, that's what, that's what, don't make it right. Talk to me, somebody. So, so we, we've got to get our act together. We've got, we got to allow Christ to do with us like he did with this young man. We've got, we got to allow him to work on us. How long? Y'all remember the man that stayed around the pool for 38 years, waiting for the troubling of the one. Now think back, think, now, you don't have to think, you don't have to look at nobody on your pew, but think back at your own life. How long have you been at the pool? <laughs> How long have you been doing what you're doing? I'm, 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 I'm preaching to family now, you know. This is a family reunion, isn't it? And I'm married in the family, so I can preach it like he give it to me. How long have you been around the pool doing what you're doing? Does it take 38 years for Jesus to help you out of your problems or turn you away from your habits? Come on, talk to me, somebody. This young man, watch this. It says when he saw Jesus, he ran and fell at his feet and did what? Worshipped him. Oh, my God. When I saw this, when I saw this man run and fall down at Jesus' feet and worship him, you know what I thought about? This boy got more sense than them folks at the church. Because there are some folk at the church don't know how to worship Jesus. You cannot worship Jesus with everything on your mind. Come on now. So for a few minutes, get the ribs off your mind that Mike going to be serving next, next couple of hours. And let's look at this man. Let's look at how Jesus deal with this man. Yeah, forget about what you left at home or who you left at home. The Bible said God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth, which means when you come through those doors, you ought to have a one-track mind. Don't be thinking about your car in the parking lot. If it's not there when you go out, you ought to have insurance. Think about what's happening in here. Because we are here not to serve him. We are here to worship him. But we leave here to serve him. So when we leave here, if we bump into somebody like this man, you ought to be able to tell him, say, Reverend John told us that you can be here too. Because you might know somebody in your neighborhood that's just like this young man. He may not be in the mountains. He may not be in the graveyard, but all day and all night, up to the liquor store, back down to the drug house, up to the 
liquor store back down to the drug. You got somebody in your family. You got somebody in your neighborhood. You got somebody in your community is in the same shape this boy is in. So we try to help everybody we can help. But pastor, how do you help a crazy person? How do you help a crazy person? Well, do like Jesus did. Jesus first asked him what was his name. And he said, my name is Legion. I said, oh, this boy sure don't got a problem. Because I ain't met no mama, no daddy named their boy Legion. But he said, I am many. It's a whole lot of us. And don't you think about messing with us because we are too many for you to handle. Know what Jesus did? He didn't bother the boy. He zeroed in on what was going on on the inside. Because he knew that that was not that boy talking. It was the legions that was on the inside of him. It was the devils that was in him that was talking. Sometimes, watch this now, watch this. I'm not crazy, but I have did some crazy things. You, you, you may not be crazy, but I think everybody in here have did some crazy things. But aren't you glad that you met Jesus? And when you meet Jesus, something ought to change. That crazy lifestyle you used to live, you don't live it no more. Now, now watch this. Jesus, Jesus talked to the legion that was inside of him and told them to come out of the man, the unclean spirits. Come out of him. And watch what the Spirit said. Don't send us out and we don't have nowhere to go. So the Bible said that there were some swines on the hillside. And those devils, those demons, those demons came out of those hogs. The Bible said they came out of the man and went into the hogs and caused those hogs to run down the slope into the water and drown. I know you don't like you don't like to hear that. Because what you thinking about all those pig feet, all of those ribs and all of those chitlins. Come on, talk to me, somebody. All of those pork chops. All of those <laughs> pig ears, pigtails, ran down in the water and was drowned. But that's not the end of the story. And I'm going to soon be through, but I want you to help me. Jesus, once he got this man where he wanted him to be, when he stopped him from running through the cemetery, when he stopped him from running up in the mountains, Jesus knew he had the young man where he wanted him. 
because the Bible said that they would bind him with chains and feathers. And he was so strong in his mental state that he would break the chains and break all the feathers. And no man could tame him. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? And uh, let me uh, imagine now in my mind that uh, this young man was out in the graveyard doing what he wanted to do. Nobody in the graveyard raised the window and said, shut up. You're making too much noise. Nobody in the graveyard told that young man, remember what the pastor said at the church last Sunday. Yeah. Nobody said to him, remember what your mama told you. He had his way. But I start by to tell you, when you meet Jesus, I wish to have somebody here that ever met Jesus. When you meet Jesus, you got a brand new attitude. Thank God we're in all right. When you meet Jesus, yeah. all on uh, your disposition changed yeah. and your conversation changed. Yeah. They don't talk you used to talk. Yeah. You don't talk no more. Yeah. It in God's word, all right. Yeah. They don't walk you used to walk. Yeah. You don't walk no more. Yeah. Now, stop by to tell you, yeah. everybody, yeah. they say they've been changed, yeah. have not been changed. Yeah. Ain't God all right. Yeah. But I stop by to tell you, yeah. you are no soldier. Yeah when you see them because they are marching in line with righteousness oh y'all ain't got it i said they are marching in line with righteousness they are marching in line with the love they're marching in line with understanding ain't god all right i gotta leave you peter Horton family i gotta leave you but on my way Back to Detroit. <laughs> I got to tell you, uh, I got Jesus. Anybody got Jesus? Don't fool me today. I got Jesus. My lily of the valley. I got Jesus. My bright and morning star. And he right. Do you know him? Do you know him? Won't he make a way? Yeah, say yeah, say yeah, oh, yeah. I'm through. I'm through. I'm through. But on my way up out of here, I got to tell you one more thing. I'm saved, and I'm not ashamed. I got Jesus, and I don't care who know it. I got the man that put me to sleep last night. Anybody got him? I got the man that watched over me all night long. Has anybody over here got him? I got the man 
that woke me up this morning and started me on my way. I got Jesus, my bridge. My bridge over trouble water. I got Jesus, my horse, torn in the valley. Anybody got Jesus? I got Jesus, my rock in a weary land. I got Jesus, my lawyer in a coat room. Anybody got him? I got Jesus, my doctor in a sick room. Anybody ever been sick? Anybody ever been sick? Worry, 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 worry. Worry, come to see him. Let me share something with you. And we going home 12 years ago. 12 years ago, I woke up one Monday morning. I had a terrible feeling. I chewed a couple of aspirins. I went back to bed. Two hours later, Arthur, that same feeling came back because I didn't turn it over to the source. I just took some aspirins. I didn't turn it over to Jesus. The same feeling came back. I told my daughter and my wife, rush me to the hospital. Yeah, and while they were getting up and getting ready, I got in the shower. And my wife said to me, if you're in such pain, Father, you take time to get in the shower. I said, well, the Bible told me that nothing unclean would enter into heaven. So I wanted to be ready in case he came to get me. They carried me down to Henry Ford Hospital. They carried me through the little emergency. And when I got into the emergency and they found out what was going on, they rushed me through a little blue door. And when I got through the blue door, the nurse said, I want you to go over here on this bed, that black one over there. You know, black mean death. I want you to get on that black bed over there. We're going to take a EKG. But before I could get to the black bed, I died. Oh, y'all don't hear me. My wife said, I went out like a light. For five long minutes, I was laying there dead. But let me tell you something. God peeped down, and he saw he had some more work. Now, this was 12 years ago. He had some more work for me to do. Thank God, all right. And 12 years later, look at me. I went into a cardiac arrest, stayed out for five minutes, but ain't God good, ain't God good, anybody knowing, anybody knowing,
I'm going to stand here and talk for a long time. That's not only what happened to me. Several years before then, my lawn collapsed. The doctor told me, if we don't get that left lung inflated, your right lung will go out. And I had been hollering for Jesus for years. So that means I wasn't going to get changed to holler no more. But I'm so glad, Arthur, that God didn't. God did me like he did, Adam. We breathed. He breathed. He breathed in my lungs. Oh. Look at the lung working. Oh, I can holler now. Aren't you glad? Aren't you glad? Anybody in here glad? Watch this, and I'm through. That crazy man. I met him in the first and second verse of that text. And y'all heard me say he was crazy. But then I walked on down to a few more verses, Arthur. I saw the same man after he met Jesus. The Bible said he was sitting there, closed. He was closed. And in his the right mind. Don't tell me what Jesus can't do for you. Because one Tuesday night up that little persimmon grove, sitting on what they call the mourner's bench. About nine o'clock on this old body began. To reel and rock. Did y'all hear me? I said, about nine o'clock, this old body began to reel and rock. But I just sat there. I said I wasn't going to tell nobody. But the spirit kept on moving. I said I wasn't going to get up. But the spirit I wasn't going to tell nobody, but the spirit just kept on moving. I said, no, no, this ain't nothing but the devil, but the spirit. Y'all know what happened? I jumped up off of that bench. I got Jesus. I 
The man that went out on Calvary and died for you and me. Got up early Sunday morning with all power in his hand. And if he died for me, I can do something for him. Thanks for listening to this podcast. We hope you were touched and blessed by what you have heard. Remember to follow us on social media. For more info about Peace NBC, visit us at www.peacenbchurch.org. If you would like to support this ministry and help us reach more souls, visit our website and click Give into this ministry. Be blessed, and we will see you next time. Peace NBC Podcast. Podcast. Podcast.